This is the Humarian Health Podcast. Spilling our guts for the well-being of yours. So we're here again, again. today at the Humarian Health Podcast. I had a little in there, a Humarian Health <laughs> Sorry. You, the, you're not, you, you didn't go to Poland. You I haven't not. been in, yeah. And my coffee is at least two hours old. But we're here today we just to talk might about, need more. we might, yeah. to talk about a really interesting topic with a fantastically interesting woman, I have to say. Magnesium. That, oh. So sorry. what do you think? <laughs> I'm not sure what to think because I've read blogs mm-hmm. by Dr. Carolyn Dean. That's who's joining us today. <laughs> I'm right. super excited about that. Um, and I feel like I know a lot that I would have like I would have never thought to even think about magnesium. So, okay. so I'm super interested to talk to her. But about how that. about uh, prior to that, being just consumer yes. and a woman that consumes most <laughs> of the money. Thank you for pointing that out in case nobody <laughs> figured that out. Yeah, yeah. I think, Amy, we're not changing names yeah. now. <clears> but... <throat> um, but the issue is magnesium, you wouldn't think of that as being a key element that stands out. Now, there are other key elements, of course. Right. But magnesium itself right. being such a key element that would make a lot of difference in quite a few health problems, did it ever cross your mind? Right. And I would say of all the things that I have learned over the years in trying to take care of myself from a more holistic perspective, I focused mostly on vitamins and vitamin mm-hmm. deficiency, not minerals. So super excited to learn well, more about that. Well, big. Calcium got a big word. Yeah, I mean, I you hear a lot about calcium for women more than men, yada, yada. Sort of, yeah. 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 So now magnesium? Yeah. Complete. Seems like an outlier, but now that I've read some material, I would say definitely not an outlier. No, so, no. And, yeah. and years ago when I, I did a lot of research on just production of food and things like that, magnesium I did know was one of the lower levels in our food over the years of mass production and GMO production, et cetera, et cetera, yeah. which I'm sure will be confirmed uh, with the accurate numbers uh, with Dr. <laughs> Dean. So I think without Excellent. further ado, let's go ahead and uh, bring in Dr. Dean. And let's uh, have a discussion about um, the magnesium miracle. Uh, Dr. Dean, thanks for joining us. Well, thank you, Sean. Thank you, Amy. Yes, it's it's good to be here. And yeah, let me let me just blow your mind about magnesium because it is it is something that we really don't know enough about. Um, in medical school, I didn't learn about it. Doctors don't know about it. Um, I tell people that, uh, you know, magnesium is, is so awesome. It does, um, 700, uh, 800 different enzyme processes in the body. It's responsible for thousands of chemical reactions. It, it actually catalyzes most of the chemical reactions in the body. It synthesizes protein, stabilizes RNA and DNA, transmits nerve signals relaxes muscles, whereas calcium contracts muscles, and it produces and transports energy called ATP, yet your doctor thinks it's just a laxative. Wow. Well, and also the yeah. measurement of it is a part of the issue and everything. And I, I want to back up just a little bit. Now, you're, you have your degree in naturopathic, you're a doctor in naturopathy, mm-hmm. and also your medical degree, correct? Correct. Now, which was first? The MD. The MD was first, and then you went back to school to get your ND. Why? Why did you do that? Well, the my my focus was on natural medicine before I went into medical school, mm. and 
thankfully it wasn't beaten out of me and it very well could have been because it's it's such a soul-destroying process and day one they're telling us don't listen to chiropractors don't yeah those people are crazy right oh i know and they they didn't even have naturopaths back when i went to med school in the mid-70s so i i had no other choice but to go to medical school but by the time i got out and i was in my internship at Mount Sinai in Toronto, there was a naturopathic school started started up by a number of chiropractors. I didn't and know we, that. Interesting. Okay. Yes, indeed. And we just wanted to know how to treat people without drugs. I mean, that's the naturopathic uh, you know byline is we do things naturally. I have a naturopathic gene in my body for Pete's sake. <laughs> I didn't want to just use drugs, so. It was it was perfect. I was doing my naturopathic studies while I was in my internship. You know, and I and, and I can absolutely um, acknowledge as my son is going through medical school himself in his fourth year, mm-hmm. <clears throat> the Ooh. difficulty that he has faced just by asking some questions here and there. Um, so uh, I I think you're right that uh, thank God it didn't get beaten out of you. Um, you have mm-hmm. authored over 35 books since you have mm-hmm. come out. Um, you'd think you're 190, but I'm pretty sure 50, 50, 49 years old now, right? And still striving and, and doing extremely well because you have done a lot to try to help the public change their mind, not only with magnesium, which we're going to be covering, but with the entire realm of wellness care and integration with the healthcare system. So yes, it, it's been a battle, Sean and Amy. Yeah. As you both know, um, we're marching along right beside a system that uh, has a monopoly on disease and a monopoly on treaties with drugs and surgery. If you're a um, dietary supplement manufacturer, as I am now, you know, out of self-defense to try to get (laughs) safe nutrients, Mm -hmm. you're not allowed to say a dietary supplement can help a disease because that makes your dietary supplement a drug. Mm -hmm. And if it is ipso facto a drug, you have to do a billion-dollar test run on it. You know, you have to do clinical testing of which you know, the FDA gets their pound of flesh. So mm-hmm. it, it's a very difficult system. That's why I really appreciate doing your iPod today because it's only through this means of education that people even have any awareness of natural medicine or nutrients because your doctor doesn't know. Yeah, yeah it's such a refreshing thing to talk about, too. A few years ago, I had Bell's palsy, and Sean can relate to this because I came in in a panic. He was the first, my first stop when my face wouldn't move, right? And then I went mm. to the dentist, and then I went ultimately to my physician. Um, and it, it was so fascinating as somebody who's – I mean, I embrace both – you know, if you have to take medicine, sometimes you have to take it, but there's also lots of natural ways to treat as well. And it was so interesting when I sat with my primary care physician and they're like, you know, here's the traditional treatment. You have Bell's palsy, you know, you get steroids, you get antibiotics, you get whatever. And no, they don't know what causes it and it might or might not go away. And so I said, that's great. I'm also going to do e-stim and I'm going to do acupuncture and I'm going to do these other things. Mm. And she just looked at me like, well, 
I mean, you can if you want to, but I mean, that's not really how we treat that. As, I mean, it was We just let your face fall off your, yeah, yeah and, or at least and, one side of your face fall off. Yeah, and I wasn't even saying, and I'm not doing your stuff. I'm like, I'm going to do your stuff and I'm going to do all of the stuff, right? Because I would like my mm-hmm. face to not fall off. Yeah. Um, and it just was fascinating to me that there weren't, there wasn't even a dialogue. Nope. It was like, if you want to do mm-hmm. homeopathic or naturopathic stuff, I mean, it's getting it, better. But the, the yeah. truth of the matter is, it is getting better because even those that are coming out are starting to think differently. Yeah. Now, um, just very quickly, uh, uh, and we're going to be discussing your book on magnesium here in just a second, but what are your um, um, top three books that you've written that you just love? That that you got to put time into that, and it, the reason why mm-hmm. is because then we're going to drag you back, and we're going <laughs> right. to talk about those books too. But um, but what are the top three books that you think uh, that you have put your time in that really you think added value? Well, I get all my um, negativity out with my death by modern medicine book, <laughs> so. We'll put that aside. The rest of it is all very positive. Okay. And I guess uh, IBS for Dummies is great. Yeah. I've I've got a new book called uh, Reset the Yeast Connection. Right. I did a yeast book with Dr. William Crook. The, Correct. The uh, originator. Right. Yeah, Yeast Connection for Women's Health mm-hmm. I did with him just before he died. Right. But that's so out of date. I had to do Reset the Yeast Connection. So it, my two basic uh, root causes of chronic disease are Magnesium and mineral deficiencies and yeast overgrowth. That's mm-hmm. it. Uh, I'll bring everything back to those two causes. And that's with many years of trying lots of things. And for some reason, exactly. that just keeps coming back as a consistent pattern. Now, do you find that a pattern uh, a different based upon where you're living? Because you didn't used to live in Hawaii, which I am envious of. <laughs> um, we tried to get the, the podcast yeah, we recorded were in Hawaii, pod- but it yeah, didn't the, really yeah, work. The, the, we were going to have a problem <laughs> with the private plane and all. But um, uh, but it, you say you come back to those. Does it matter where you live? No. No, because um, the poor diet is the same everywhere. The land has been stripped of minerals. Our water is filtered out of any minerals. We're all subject to the same medications for for conditions that may be mineral and magnesium deficiencies. I've listed 65 conditions in my new, new edition of the Magnesium Miracle that can be caused by magnesium deficiency that are treated as diseases. And as I said, you can't even say to someone, well, you can treat these 65 health conditions, disease conditions with magnesium because that makes magnesium a drug. But the list is incredible. Acid reflux, adrenal fatigue, Alzheimer's. Angina, anxiety, panic attacks, arthritis, asthma, atherosclerosis, and that's only the A's. That's amazing. Well, I can't wait to get to the T's. That's amazing. <laughs> that that's is an amazing. <laughs> that's right. Well, okay, so let's get to the book because you talk about it being a miracle mineral. 
Um, mm. And there's several other minerals. I mean, I know that uh, when my uh, two eldest sons, I put them on trace minerals, magnesium, potassium, and trace minerals, and they start feeling uh, remarkably better in two to three days. So, of course, they stop because, you know, they're better. <laughs> that's what so you now do, they, right? Yeah, then, yeah. Then they, they have to stop. Um, but I have experienced it over and over and over with my patients. So this is, uh, I mean, I'm all there. But um, mm-hmm. but you isolate on magnesium. There are a few others that do a lot. Why magnesium specifically? Well, 65 conditions, I guess. But um, why specifically <laughs> magnesium? Well, here's my story. Random has asked me to write a book on magnesium. So hmm. that, that got my attention. Because at the time, you know, in the late 80s, uh, was it the, no, it was the late nineties, actually. I was, um, I was in the midst of heart palpitations and leg cramps, which were magnesium deficiency, and I didn't even know it. <laughs> so when I began researching, and then over the years, you find out, as I quickly mentioned earlier, that magnesium is necessary for the activation and function of 700 to 800 enzyme systems. The next one in line, as far as I found out, is zinc at 170 enzymatic functions. So magnesium is the king. You know, it's doing the most in the body. Mm -hmm. It creates ATP energy. So what I've done is I've focused dramatically on magnesium because I find if I can get someone into an Epsom salt bath or the magnesium I'm working with is a picometer ionic magnesium, if they can take magnesium and start getting some energy, then they have the wherewithal in in their physical to do more. You cannot take someone who's, you know, almost bedridden with their chronic list of, you know, headaches and and spasms and fatigue and pains. You can't say, okay, uh, get rid of all the refined food in your diet, you know, cook your own meals, uh, take these 20 supplements and come back and see me in two weeks. You can't do that to someone. And I find if I can get them to take a bit of magnesium, mm-hmm. they start getting their energy back, they're sleeping better, they're less tense, mm-hmm. you know, they're not snapping at everyone, they, they deal with stress better, then they're able to cope, and then they're able to reach out and do more. Which is, which is opposite of most physicians. They start hammering about their diet, and they're this, and they're that, and you're mm-hmm. right, they're so tired and fatigued and irritated that the last thing they're going to do is be able to, I mean, as soon as they get halfway through the day, they're going to step right back into the chocolate or the whatever, and it is well, a problem. So this is a conversion, though. Probably in the beginning, you you did it the other way, and you probably started figuring out, oh, my gosh, I, I can't get anybody to follow through. I remember one just short story that you told me years ago, which was uh, you had just finished a women's conference. It was thousands of women. And I said, what was mm-hmm. the most discouraging thing? And I don't know if you remember telling me this, but you said mm-hmm. the most discouraging thing is that when you asked them what they got out of these this day, two days of great information that could change their lives, they told you or, or several of them had told you that. Um, I, I basically I can't do most of the stuff. I, I can drink some extra water, and that's about all I could do. And you said that was just so discouraging after all that effort. But that really is the way it is, and it's very difficult. Mm-hmm. Well, and what's fascinating and, about and what... actually, Sean, sorry to interrupt, Amy, oh, but let me just 
um, what I added to the water was the unrefined sea salt because when I realized, okay, then maybe we can start with water, I I uh, told people about unrefined sea salt because you can get the 72 trace minerals right. that are in our soil and rock and dirt of the earth in sea salt, which as I mentioned, are filtered out of our water. And and hydration and extra minerals alone will help people. I tell people, take your body weight in pounds, cut that in half, and drink that many ounces of water a day. Yep. And add to that a pin, from a pinch to a quarter teaspoon in a quart of water. And people, a quarter teaspoon salt, oh my gosh. You know, what if... I'm not <laughs> High blood pressure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And there, we've been totally brainwashed to think that that all salt is sodium chloride table salt, which is the poison that's affecting people. Where sea salt is a whole different, whole different ball of wax. Absolutely, and and I'll tell you, it was actually interviewing some uh, cardiologists from Germany that was uh, laughing about our our the, the Americans' attention to um, specifically sea salt. Um, and that is that it was dangerous, hurtful, um, that it was going to cause high blood pressure. And, and he started laughing at me. He says, no, sea salt actually lowers blood pressure. It enhances the body's ionization, and it actually adds energy. And they do better, while table salt, straight sodium chloride, does have damaging effects. So yeah. did that make sense that you would add this? And to me, sounds like a perfect drink for delivering the magnesium with some then adjunctive minerals that make it work better. So that that makes sense to right. me, but but you've talked about sixty five conditions, right? Uh-huh. Okay, so mm-hmm. it sounds like this is the first place you start, and then you move from there. Yes, yes, and um, if you've if you've got a like even an atrial fibrillation, which is the the muscles get too much calcium and they don't get enough magnesium to relax. The, the the way the muscles and the nerves work uh, depends on a balance between calcium and magnesium. Magnesium opens the calcium channel mm-hmm. to allow a bit of calcium into a muscle cell or a nerve cell, and then the action potential is created, the, the movement occurs, the nerve fires, and then magnesium ushers the calcium out of the cell so that the cell can then relax and recover. But if you have so much calcium, as Amy was saying, you know, women are told to take calcium to prevent their bones from deteriorating. Right. And the more calcium you take, the more brittle your bones become if you don't balance it out with magnesium. So magnesium is essential for the body to work on, on a very basic physical level and also for your bones to be supple rather than brittle. Absolutely. Well, I think also magnesium is frequently thought of in the past, milk of magnesia, right? Uh, So when I have Uh, a constipation, I'll use magnesium. And once I'm done with that, I'll stop. Just like my sons who only take trace minerals magnesium to feel better for two days. But I'm I'm not saying anything (laughs) negative there. But um, my son's sitting here, so it's kind of fun to And I want to go back to the whole Epsom salt thing because I do Epsom salt baths after I play roller derby. And I thought it was like, I was like, it's just Mm -hmm. relaxing. And it just makes you feel better, you know, because you hurt a yep. lot 
lot after you hit people on the derby track, but I You're not a sore? Yeah, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, <laughs> I didn't I guess I never really studied the why that works. Mm -hmm. I, guess, I think that. what I like is everything I see in your book is, is based on science. Mm -hmm. I mean, mm -hmm. the, you're just not yeah. throwing out, "Gee, I love magnesium, so I'll sell a bunch of magnesium everybody be happy." Uh, you're basing it on science like you have with everything I've ever read that you've put out. You have well researched it, documented it, and it, and it just seems yeah. so commonsensical. What's the matter with these people? I know. Oh, I know. Well, this does make me a miracle. I know. It's got 600 scientific references. <laughs> and we ignore it. We just ignore it. Yeah. Wow. And uh, you mentioned about blood testing. Um, the serum magnesium blood test that doctors use only measures the 1% of magnesium that rides around in the blood. The right. rest of the magnesium is busy. It's yep. doing its thing, you know? It's a useless so, test. Useless. It, yeah, because the the heart has to have enough magnesium so it'll, it'll continue functioning and, and it won't go into palpitations. So if your serum magnesium goes low, there's a feedback mechanism that draws magnesium out of bones and muscles to keep the serum magnesium at a very tight range. And that's what the doctors keep measuring. They say, oh, magnesium always tests okay. They do not even use magnesium in an electrolyte panel. That's how bad it is. <laughs> and... The, I'm sorry, but isn't that the, frustrating? I mean, that's got to frustrate oh you as a physician of like you're talking yeah. to him, you're thinking, oh my gosh, you, you really don't know anything about this, do you? So wait, as a consumer right. though, is there is there a way to test it properly or it's Good just question. we don't have the technology because there's not an understanding of how to test it? Yeah, good question, Amy, because um, I have been recommending a magnesium RBC test, magnesium red blood cell test that People can actually get online, request the test. Uh, there are online labs where you don't even need a doctor's script. You can get a $49 test that is the same as your copay, for Pete's sake. For your magnesium RBC, the range is wider. It is a more accurate test, but you really have to go on your clinical symptoms of you know, twitching, spasming, low energy, insomnia, migraines, all that. The definitive test is a research test still. It's the ionized magnesium test. But the, you know, we, we can only, we can only uh, do what we, we can until we can encourage the scientific community to put this test out and make it available and educate doctors but you know I, I don't know yeah who's going to do that take another hundred years yeah, <laughs> yeah right <laughs> we, we're going to be long gone before then that's for I don't sure. know I'm super inspired by the fact that you if you know this information you can at least go online and get a better test than Correct. you might be able to mm -hmm. get just with a normal panel or or yeah just follow it do it now take some magnesium for a couple months repeat the test and see if your levels are increasing because, you know, the range of the magnesium RB test, it used to be uh, 4.2 to 6.8. As the population gets more magnesium deficient, the levels are dropping to 3.8 to about 6.5. Which is actually so, keeping them sicker and sicker. Yeah. And, but following when right 80, down to poor health. Yeah. 80% wow. of the population is magnesium deficient. It's these people that walk into a lab... Test uh, averages are based on their the people that walk into the lab. They're nothing to do with 
with uh, optimum. And what we want is an optimum magnesium level, not the level. I mean, you can have magnesium now of 3.8, be twitching and fatigued and anxious and have all the magnesium deficiency symptoms, and your doctor will say, oh, your magnesium is fine. Because oh, the blood man. works at it, yeah. 1%. Yeah. Because, exactly. That makes sense. <laughs> now, uh, this book is a little bit long. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. It, it. <laughs> I told I told Amy. I said, you know, it's six hundred pages long. She said, six hundred pages. I, know, I was like, I how do just... you get six hundred pages on magnesium miracle? <laughs> I know when I the first uh, edition was, I think it was three hundred pages. The next one was four hundred, and now it's six hundred. <laughs> you know, I I think I've, I've casual read, casual read on the bo- yeah, on yeah. the beach in Hawaii. Right, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. A... I think I've proven my point. <laughs> <laughs> I think you have. Um, now, it, it, besides the magnesium miracle and, uh, and magnesium itself, let, let's talk about sourcing just a little bit. You had mentioned a, a, a way that you like to get it into people's bodies. Are, are there certain ways that magnesium you tell people don't don't use? Like mm-hmm. I, I've seen, like magnesium oil, which is um, which is produced from um, the, um, what is it from uh, salt that they put on the roads. It's the it's the offshoot of it, so it's very acidic, <laughs> and they sell that. Uh, and people put it on really? their skin. It burns their skin over time. So that's a concern. Um, but yeah, what other ways I, can we take I, it? I know there are some people that take a, a source of magnesium chloride and they put it in distilled water. Mm-hmm. They call it a magnesium oil, but it's true. I I get the laxative effect from any magnesium. So yeah. I used to try to use a lot of oil on my magnesium oil on my skin and it did burn. It caused rashes and irritation after a time. Basically, I stick with, take your Epsom salts bath, that's a magnesium sulfate. Mm -hmm. Do um, a non-laxative picoionic, uh, picometer ionic magnesium. If you have constipation, use a magnesium citrate powder. I just stay with those three. The ones that don't work orally are the magnesium oxides. They're only 4% absorbed. So that is your laxative. And and it's funny, um, the original magnesium research was done on magnesium oxide. Some brilliant magnesium oxide manufacturer donated... (laughs) Magnesium oxide. Perfect. So all the studies, we use magnesium oxide. And seriously, magnesium is so awesome that even if you get 4% going finally into your cells, you're going to have benefits. All the magnesium oxide studies are positive. So, you know, what's going to happen if we... We finally get everyone taking 100% absorbed magnesium, which is what the picometer um, magnesiums can do for you. So uh, instead of the the dozens of different magnesiums that are really flooding the market now, because I think my book has finally made some inroads. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everybody wants to sell magnesium now, but, you know, they'll use very cheap sourcing and, and yep. you know, 
give you a cheap product that's not well absorbed. Absolutely. And and the problem is without it, a lot of the things don't work in your body. So that's why picking this book first was a perfect book for us to discuss and, and talk about. Um, you talked about other mineral deficiencies as, as something for us to consider, and we're getting close to the end, but I wanted to see what other type of minerals are you key to be concerned mm-hmm. with. Is that the sea salts that you're talking about, the trace minerals, or do you go to others? I go to others, Sean, because, um, you know, once I worked with the magnesium, I realized, yeah, you, you have to look at the multiple minerals and come to find out that there are nine minerals that the thyroid requires to function and make thyroid hormones. It's not just iodine, it's not just iodine and selenium. There is magnesium, there's zinc, molybdenum, copper. I mean it's it's incredible how we've missed this this mineral uh, underpinning of our thyroid hormones and and what do we do as as clinicians? We wait for the thyroid to totally punk out yep. and then we give thyroid hormone replacement. And in natural medicine, we pat ourselves on the back and think, well, we give natural thyroid hormone replacement. But it's, we, don't, we don't wait until we have to replace. We really want to support the thyroid before it punks out. 100%. 100%. Thank you. I mean, we've got about 6,000 things we could be talking about. And yes, the, I wrote, unfortunately, I wrote podcasts a dozen are more questions, short. <laughs> so we'll have to follow up. So I, we hope that you will consider at some point to come back uh, several more times with some of the other books and also a continuation of this, and then make sure mm-hmm. that our social media person gets the information of um, where to order the magnesium that you're recommending. I know you carry a brand. We'd rather recommend yours than others. So we want to make sure that. And um, one last mm-hmm. question, the Magnesium Miracle book, where can they get it on Amazon? Where can they get it? Yeah, it's it's an awesome timing, Sean and Amy, because um, it's being released August 15th, just in Wonderful. a couple of days. So oh, you can perfect. pre-order it. Yes, it's so perfect. You can pre-order it, to, you know, well, as soon as the iPod is out or the podcast is out on Amazon. Okay, Amazon. Fabulous. Thank you, Dr. Dean. I couldn't, uh, I, I can't tell you how much I enjoyed this. This is our, our first of authors, and I'm glad it was you. Oh, awesome. Thank you, Sean. Thank you, Amy, and aloha. Thank aloha. you, aloha. Aloha. Fabulous information. Fabulous. Okay, I would personally like to thank you for introducing me to Dr. Carolyn Dean, especially through the podcast, because when you handed me the 600 page. <laughs> book <laughs> expanded version i was a little skeptical yep. i am no longer skeptical no and in fact i'm probably going to do a lot more blog reading absolutely is, uh, and, and it's going to be gonna based happen. on science that's that's what's really nice about having dr dean on and and you're you know the listeners hopefully you'll know that we're going to be selecting people that aren't just making up stuff for writing right. a book they're they're going to bring you something that you can actually apply and it's going to make your life better and it's going to change things we want you to share it with people because hey we don't sell magnesium right. that's not the issue the issue is we care about you we want to make a difference and bringing on people such as Dr. Dean, we want to bring her back. But magnesium, it's a big hit. I've known it for years, but how many of you are not and are dealing with those symptoms that just getting the right dose of that could change your life? It's a lot cheaper and a lot easier and your quality of life can be changed by it. Absolutely. Well, and what I appreciated was listening to the pathway that she went 
to try to figure out the best way to help people. Absolutely. It's not just like, oh, this seems like a thing, and I'm going to do some research, and I guess this is it. It's like, no, I've I tried this, and I tried this education, and we tried this approach, yep. and and here we are, 600 pages later, three editions maybe. I think. Yeah. She so she said the next edition is actually 900, con- 900, 9, pages. No. <laughs> yeah. Long. No, but the the book, the next uh, edition of the book is actually going to be live and available on Amazon. Amazon August like, 15th. That's what she said. That'll be very 600 exciting. 600 pages or more. And, you don't and, really and know. No, it's I, actually good stuff. And, and, and again, I, I hope the listeners realize every podcast you pull into, hopefully you'll see that there's quality information that are going to change your life. That's what we want from all these things. And I know Dr. Dean has written 35 other books. You may want to consider those. Uh, and now hopefully she hasn't updated all those to 600 pages. <laughs> I don't know. They all sound They're all reading Dr. Be- Dean books all the time. They're not right? going to listen to the podcast anymore. But. What is what a great guest! Yeah, it was a great time. Yeah, very educational. It was fun. It was yeah. fun. I really, fun. really appreciated yeah. getting the chance to get back in uh, the mic with you. Yeah, and she used the words "punk out" in her. Yeah, I've, she I doesn't like have that. reddish hair or anything. <laughs> I know. No, I've purple, seen the picture. Like me. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Yeah. No, it was a good time. Yeah. So until next time, Amy Baker, Dr. Sean Benzinger, Humarian Health Podcast, spilling our guts for the well-being of yours. That's right. Thanks for having the guts to listen to the Humarian Health Podcast. If you have things you'd like to gut check, send us an email at gutcheck at humarian.com.